Hare Krishna. Welcome to this episode of Bhagavad Gita. In today's uh, session, we will cover fifth chapter to texts 20 and 21. The subject is the symptoms of a liberated soul. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Svayam Rupa Kadamahyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yudapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathanvitam Tamsa Jeevam साधवैतम सावधूतम परिजन सहितम कृष्ण चैतन्य देवम श्री राधा कृष्ण पादान सहगण ललिता श्री विशाखान्वितांश्च हे कृष्ण करुणा सिंधो दीनबंधो जगत्पते गोपेश गोपिका कांतराधा कांत नमोस्तुते तप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरि प्रिय वाछाकल्पतरुभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतिनाभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नम नमो विष्णुपादा कृष्णप्रेष्ठा भूतले श्रीमते भक्तिदस्वामीनामिने नमस्ते सारस्वतीदेव गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषून्यवादी पाश्चातिणे जय श्रीकृष्णचैतन्य प्रभुनंद श्रीअद्वैतगदाधर श्रीवासादिगौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे सो टुडेज टॉपिक इज द सिम्टम्स ऑफ लिबरेटेड सोल एंड दिस इज फ्रॉम द चैप्टर फाइव टेक्स्ट ट्वेंटी एंड ट्वेंटी वन सो लेट्स बाई वर्ड प्लीज रिपीट आफ्टर मी एंड देन चैंड लाइन बाय लाइन रिपीट आफ्टर मी न प्रहृष्येत प्रियम प्राप्य न उद्विजेत प्राप्य च अप्रियम स्थिरबुद्धि असमूढ़ ब्रह्मवित् ब्रह्मणि स्थितः न प्रहृष्येत प्रियम प्राप्य नोद्विजेत प्राप्य चाप्रियम स्थिरबुद्धिर्समूढ़ो ब्रह्म विद्रह्मण स्थित सुनाओल जिस्ट कंटिन्यूअसली दर्स न प्रहृष्येत प्रियम प्राप्य नोद्विजेत प्राप्य चाप्रियम स्थिरबुद्धिर्समूढ़ो ब्रह्म विद्रह्मण स्थित नैवर प्रहृष्येत रिजॉइसिस प्रियम द प्लेजेंट प्राप्य अचीविंग सेकेंड नॉट उद्विजेत Udvijayat become agitated, prapya, obtaining, cha, also, 
अप्रियम दि अनप्लेजेंट स्थिरबुद्धि सेल्फ इंटेलिजेंट असमूढ़ अनबिवल्डर्ड ब्रह्मवित वन हु नोज द सुप्रीम परफेक्टली ब्रह्मणि इन द ट्रांसडेंस स्थित सिचुएटेड ट्रांसलेशन एंड पर्पोर्ट बाय दिवैंग्रेस एसी भक्तिवेदांत स्वामी शिल प्रभुपाद की जाए ट्रांसलेशन अ पर्सन हु नाइदर rejoices upon achieving something pleasant nor laments upon obtaining something unpleasant who is self intelligent who is unbewildered and who knows the signs of god is already situated in transcendence purport the symptoms of the self realized person are given here herein the first symptom is that he is not illusioned by the false identification of the body with his true self He knows perfectly well that he is not this body but is the fragmental portion of the supreme personality of godhead. He is therefore not joyful in achieving something nor does he lament in losing anything which is related to his body. This steadiness of mind is called sthira buddhi or self intelligence. He is therefore never bewildered by making sorry by mistaking the gross body for the soul. nor does he accept the body as permanent and disregard the existence of the soul this knowledge elevates him to the station of knowing the complete signs of the absolute truth namely brahman paramatma and bhagavan he thus knows his constitutional position perfectly well without falsely trying to become one with the supreme in all respects this is called brahman realization or self realization such steady consciousness is called krishna consciousness actually we will go we will read the next verse as well and then explain it together bahya sparsheshva saktatma vindatyatmaniyat sukham sabrahma yoga yuktatma sukham akshayamashnute bahya sparsheshu in external sense pleasure asakta atma one who is not attached vindati enjoys atmani in the self yat that which sukham happiness sah he brahma yoga by concentration in brahman yukta atma self connected sukham happiness akshayam unlimited ashnute enjoys translation such a liberated person is not attracted to material sense pleasure but is always in trance enjoying the pleasure within In this way the self realized person enjoys unlimited happiness for he concentrates on the supreme purport Shri Yamunacharya a great devotee in Krishna consciousness said Yadavadhi mama chetah Krishna padaravinde navanavarasadhaman yudyatam rantum asit उटिवेशन 
But a person engaged in Krishna consciousness can work with greater vigor without sex pleasure, which he avoids. That is the test in spiritual realization. Spiritual realization and sex pleasure go ill together. A Krishna conscious person is not attracted to any kind of sense pleasure due to his being a liberated soul. So, we have actually touched upon this topic quite um, in depth in the 519 lecture which we did on Sunday. So, there it is mentioned, Ihaivataya jita sargo yesham samye sthitam manaha nirdosham hi samam brahma tasmad brahmani te sthitaha. So, such a flawless soul. A flawless soul is a person who has no tinge of material desires. The flaw that we have is our material desires, kama. And then from, that's why Krishna says, Kamesha Krodhesha Rajoguna Samudbhavaha Mahasano Mahapapma Vidhyena Miha Vairinam Our greatest enemy, the biggest fault of ours is that we have this karma, lust, the desire to enjoy this material world. And of course, the highest of all is sex. <coughs> so, this is our biggest enemy, this is our flaw. A flawless Nirdosham, Nirdosham means there's no flaw in that person. So, he such a self-realized soul, he sees everything equally, as was mentioned Pandita in the before 5.18 verse. The humble sage, by virtue of true knowledge, sees with equal vision a learned and gentle Brahmana, a cow, an elephant, a dog and a dog-eater. He sees everybody equally. So, that such perfectly educated person, this is an educated person, educated in spiritual uh, knowledge, Atma Tattvam. And of course, educated in spiritual knowledge means automatically he knows also material knowledge side by side because matter comes from spirit it issues forth from spirit so the supreme lord is the source of both material and spiritual energies and when when one knows krishna he knows everything uh, uh, everything we will know if we know Krishna because Krishna is the origin of all energies. Okay? So, a person who is Brahmanite Sthitaha, today's verse also this, has, uh, this is there, and he is spiritually situated, completely on the spiritual platform, um, above the three modes, and he is Jitasarga, he has conquered over birth and death, and such a person is. Um, is such is samye sthitam manaha you see and samam brahma he is samam so he is equanimous see he is situated in equanimity you see this so this is possible as we said in that lecture only if we are situated in unlimited happiness like a, a bill gates would not go and do some food delivery or you know some grab delivery grab means you know in some parts of the world it's uber so we have this uh, nowadays all these delivery guys he will not go and work for that uh, those jobs because the money that he gets from those he's not interested in that why because he has unlimited compared to ten dollars a day or you know hundred dollars a day he earns millions in a day and therefore, he does not need it. So, we can be only content and 
we can only be in a position where we can reject all the material sense gratification only if we are first of all having unlimited happiness or much greater reservoir of pleasure only then we can reject these small pleasures otherwise if we just try to oh i should not be uh, uh, attracted and then i just uh, try to force myself that does not work it will not stay for long so therefore vishaya vinivartante niraharasa dehina rasavarjam rasopyasya param drishtvani vartate so a person who has achieved the higher taste of life by engaging in krishna consciousness he is not attracted to the sense pleasures of this world <coughs> so that is the only platform from which we can reject all kinds of interactions with this world so in today's verse the symptoms of such a person as his uh, interaction is concerned with this material world is explained so na prahrishyet and is very nicely actually uh, worded see especially the first two lines na prahrishyet priyam prapya nodvijet prapya cha priyam it's kind of uh, rhyming you know priyam prapya prapya cha priyam you know all this and prahrishyet the pra so this is called uh, what is that alliteration in uh, in it's a, it's a kind of a, a literary embellishment you know very nicely composed so na prahrishyet harshya harshyet means uh, happiness prahrishyet means very happy so na prahrishyet he does not rejoice when priyam prapya when he achieves something which is pleasant to the bodily on the bodily platform like if there is somebody who is praising him for example uh, it is pleasant to hear right if somebody praises if somebody insults uh, that is not very pleasant that's just one example like that we may have many things and something may happen which is you know enjoyable something may happen which is distressing so na prahrishyet priyam prapya he does not rejoice uh, upon achieving something pleasant do you mean to say i mean is it meaning that this verse is it meaning that oh he does not rejoice he is just like a always you know <laughs> expressionless face no he is always happy actually so basically when he it says na prahrishyet he does not rejoice it means that he does not react to the achieving of something pleasant his his rejoicing is not a reaction of achieving something pleasant and nodvijet nodvijet prapya cha priyam na udvijet udvijet means become agitated he does not become agitated by obtaining something unpleasant in other words he his uh, emotions are not based on reacting to the situations he is facing in life uh, he is always happy that is explain sthira buddhir actually next verse it is said sukham akshayam ashnute this is the reason why happiness he enjoys unlimited happiness this is his situation from this position just like a bill gates who has seemingly unlimited money he does not hanker for 10 dollars or 100 dollars or 1000 dollars whereas a normal person would want to work you know 
he spends whole day for maybe hundred dollars a day you see so difference because one person has it one person does not have it sukham akshayam ashnute he has unlimited reservoir of pleasure and therefore na prahrishyet priyam prapya na udvijet prapya cha priyam sthira buddhir he is his intelligence is fixed he is not agitated asam mudha sthira buddhir actually there is a nice it's like a lamp in a windless place ंडलैंप without i mean with all the windows closed and everything and just observe it still without moving like that no you know a lamp a fire or you know that uh, lamp it will easily move on the slightest agitation the faintest movement of air will move the uh, fire but when it is absolutely still that's when you know uh that is that is compared to the mind or the intelligence of the yogi yogi means again bhakti yogi yogi means one who is connected with the supreme same and actually next verse this is this is why he can be so steady sukham atyantikam yat tad buddhi grahyam atindriyam vetti yatra na chaivayam sthitas chalati tatvatah this is why he can be so steady because because sukham atyantikam um see let's read the word to word meaning sukham means happiness atyantikam supreme today also the word is um what is that akshayam sukham akshayam ashnute in the 5:21 akshayam means kshaya means um, finish uh, what is that kalosmi lokakshaya krit pravriddho krishna says i am the i am time the destroyer of the worlds so kshaya kala kalosmi lokakshaya krit kshaya means destruction krit means the kshaya krit means the destroyer krit means one who does one who does destruction that means the destroyer as in the form of time krishna is the destroyer of the worlds they say the time is a great healer actually time is a great destroyer kal <laughs> krishna says like that so kalosmi lokakshaya krit pravriddho so kshaya means destruction akshayam means never destroyed and there is no end destruction kshaya means destruction also means end because destruction marks the end of the existence of something so something which has no end is called akshayam so sukham akshayam asnute here also sukham atyantikam yatat buddhi grahyam atindriyam see by transcendental intelligence it is accessible atindriyam means indriyam means the our senses atindriyam means beyond the senses transcendental hmm. so such transcendental happiness so it is happiness 
but it is not happiness on the material platform what is happiness on the material platform connected with the senses right when our senses are gratified that is called that we define as happiness in the material world but atindriyam sukham atyantikam yattad buddhigrahyam atindriyam happiness beyond the senses beyond the mind beyond the intelligence that is spiritual happiness always happy hmm. uh prasannatma that is again explained the brahman position one who is actually situated in brahman position is brahma bhuta prasannatma na prahrishyet today's verse he does not rejoice on obtaining something un- uh, uh, pleasant that means his happiness is not dependent on that pleasant thing but brahma bhuta prasannatma he his existence is full of pleasure न शोचति न कांक्षति समस्सर्वेषु भूतेषु मद्भक्तिं लभते वराम सो ही डज नॉट लैम एंड ही डज नॉट हैंकर फॉर एनीथिंग समह इक्वली डिस्पोज सर्वेषु भूतेषु मद्भक्तिं लभते वराम सो वन हुज जस्ट ट्रांसेंडेंटली सिचुएटेड एट वंस रियलाइजेस द सुप्रीम ब्रह्मन एंड बिकम्स फुल्ली जॉयफुल सो यू सी टुडेस वर्स इज से ही डज नॉट रिजॉइस अपॉन ऑब्टेनिंग so his happiness is not conditional on some situation he is fully joyful he, he just exists in that mode all the time there's there's no impetus for him to become happy or there's some impetus to be, for him to become agitated and disturbed nothing his existence is happiness see he never laments or desires to have anything because he already has the unlimited thing he is equally disposed towards every living and in that state he attains pure devotional service unto me so when he is equally disposed towards every living entity he all automatically does not become violent and he tries to help everyone and helping always means krishna consciousness giving them krishna consciousness that is real help so he equally tries to help everyone whether he be a brahmana or a shudra or chandal or even animal plant he tries to help them hmm. how to help a plant uh, take some flower that the plant has to offer or fruit and give it to krishna or if the flower has nothing to offer or the tree has nothing to offer pour some uh, you know offered water that is krishna um, water offered to krishna and some of that water can be poured at the you know uh, tree and the tree can drink that water and you know there is also prasadam so there is many ways um, krishna consciousness is so nice that it is actually the supreme welfare activity that can do good to all living entities at any time and any place or even if there is no water or something just chant hare krishna so just that holy name of krishna will also purify even the plants even the animals the insects everybody so haridas thakur clearly tells that in the chaitanya charitamrita in the antalila chapter 3 when chaitanya mahaprabhu asks him how the uh, so many fallen souls in this world how to help them so then haridas thakur explains everything so krishna consciousness is very nice samam samas sarveshu bhuteshu this is real equality because if i preach to someone and i don't preach to another person that is also inequality inequality right you see if i if i help one in krishna consciousness and if i don't help another in krishna consciousness then i am not being equal so that is not brahman position 
so brahman position means give krishna consciousness to everybody of course when we are preaching we can't give it to the envious soul who is envious of krishna because that will um, cause him to make more offenses to krishna so in other words by preaching to him about krishna consciousness then he will insult and if we can't even defend and if we can't explain our, uh, explain the thing to them to him and uh, even if we can explain but if that person is very atheistic and you know very very offensive it's better to avoid because he will otherwise go to hell by unnecessarily you know uh, offending krishna and the whole vedic literature and everything holy name and the great acharyas so otherwise we have to equally disp- distribute krishna consciousness to everybody this is real charitable welfare work that is to be done now so nodvijayat prapya chapriyam sthira buddhi this is sthira buddhi so he in other words we can have this kind of um, uh, fixed consciousness only when we are krishna conscious then we are not agitated by so many uh, situations in this world and such a person is called asammudho asammudha mudha means fool sammudha means like completely fool samyak samyak means in sanskrit actually sammudha means actually samyak mudha together so it's a prefix actually the full version is samyak samyak means completely immersed in foolishness that is the position of the materialist hmm. he is sammudha completely bewildered completely fool varaka varaka nama anashritya govinda charanadvayam the fool is uh, he doesn't submit to govinda or krishna but uh, liberated soul is asammudha exactly opposite not even a trace of foolishness is there in him hmm <coughs> and such a person is brahma vid brahma vid means one who is he who knows the supreme so tatva vid brahma vid veda vid all these words point to the same thing that one who knows the supreme so brahma vid brahma means spiritual uh, of course the impersonalist will say oh brahman yes brahman but brahman also spiritual means i am also aham brahma brahma what is it? aham brahmasmi i am also brahma right so the lord is also brahma but he is parabrahma so when we talk about brahma parabrahma is also brahma but he is a supreme brahma and paramatma that is also brahma because it's spiritual like if you pass an exam just borderline pass that is also pass or if you get like so in singapore the pass mark is i think 50% in india i think 35 36 or 40% something so suppose let's take 50% as a pass mark so if that is 50% then that is also pass if somebody gets 70% he is also pass somebody gets 80% he is also pass 90% he is also pass 100% he is also pass so everything can be considered as oh, all these people have passed the exam but then what kind of pass is different one is distinction student oh 100% or 97 98% <coughs> uh, 
<clears throat> so the devotee who is Bhagwan realized, he is hundred percent. Whereas the Brahman just pass. Borderline. Actually, you can fall back also. You can fail. You know, sometimes <laughs> when I um, when I was uh, young <clears throat> in school, sometimes a teacher he will see some student. He actually failed. You know, in our the time the pass mark was forty in our school. <clears throat> so actually, he was only getting like thirty-eight. But teacher will say, okay, you know what? Okay, add some two marks, one mark here, one mark there, and then make it forty and make him pass. So. Um, it's like that. Brahman position is just on the borderline, and we can fall from there. Hmm. Actually, we are not really qualified to be at the Brahman position because impersonal impersonal realization is a very shaky platform. Let um, us explain. Shrimad Bhagavatam, a very famous verse, Prabhupada quoted many times. Ten to thirty-two. Some may say that aside from devotees who seek who always seek shelter at the Lord's lotus feet, there are those who are non not devotees but who have accepted different processes for attaining salvation. What happens to them? In answer to this question, Lord Brahma and the other demigods said, O Lotus-eyed Lord, although non-devotees who accept severe austerities and penances to achieve the highest position may think themselves liberated, their intelligence is impure. You see this? Avishuddha buddhayaha. Whereas today's verse is Thirabuddhi. And to have Thirabuddhi, you should have Shuddha buddhi or Vishuddha buddhi, completely purified intelligence. Now, this is Avishuddha buddhayaha. So, it's not Thirabuddhi. It's Thirabuddhi. Hmm? They may think themselves liberated, but their intelligence is impure. They fall down from their position of imagined imagined superiority. It's not superior. Imagined superiority. Because they have no regard for your lotus feet. It's a problem. They have no regard for Krishna's lotus feet. And this is the reason why they will fall down. Now, um, I wanted to show you another verse actually. <clears throat> Anyway, the point is this, that they may think themselves liberated, but avishuddha buddha, yaha. sthira buddhi means purified intelligence, no, uh, no, no more falling. Yadgatva nanivartante taddhama paramam mama. So when one has no shelter, param brahma param dhama. So when we don't go to parandhama, then we will fall down. If we have no residence, just like the so-called, you know, moon explorers, Mars explorers, they're going and coming back because there's no shelter there for them. Uh, the aeroplane may go very high, but because there is no landing place there, it will come down again. Tetam bhuktva saragalokam vishalam, martilokam vishanti. This is the ordinary karmi. He will go to the heavenly planets and of course he, he goes there, but then he comes down because he can't stay there for eternity. It's not an eternal platform. So, like for example, there is the International Space Station. It is there, and sometimes you know the scientists, the astronauts, they go there and land there, and then not not exactly land, but um, uh, you know, they they go into the space station. 
so there's some shelter there so they can live there for about few weeks few months but then after that they have to come back because it's not a permanent situation so similarly heavenly planets are also same so in this way we are rotating in this world and even if we go to brahman position we will again patantyadha that is also not a stable position the only stable position is uh, devotee bhagwan realized so brahmavit means real brahmavit in fact the word brahmana means one who knows about spiritual knowledge he is also brahmavit brahma janati iti brahmana ha there is a definition of brahmana one who knows spiritual science and one who knows it perfectly understands all these three things and therefore vaishnava is higher than a ordinary brahmana brahmana may, may know brahman position or sometimes more advanced brahmana paramatma position but bhagwan position is called vaishnav and that vaishnav is always greater than a brahmana therefore he is all, already a brahmana just like a, the distinction student is already a student who has passed he is also considered among the past past students but he is passed with distinction so that, that uh, difference is there so vadantita tattva vidas tattvam yajnanam advayam brahmeti paramatmeti bhagavan iti shabdyate so tattva vidaha so tattva vidaha means the learned souls tattva vit means singular tattva vidaha means plural so they or here brahma vit today's verse so learned transcendentalists who know the absolute truth call this non dual substance brahman paramatma or bhagwan so different stages of realization those who are lowest stage of realization brahman impersonal understanding there is some power there is some you know thing that is all pervading so that is lowest understanding higher understanding is paramatma that he is not just a power but he is situated in everyone's heart so there is a personal aspect there is added to paramatma realization so we at least know that he is a witness he is actually situated there in the heart so he is a person he is looking what we are doing so this is a personal aspect but it's not yet fully um uh, mature because um in that paramatma realization the yogis they try to meditate but there is no active uh, reciprocation with the lord they try to meditate and when actually they become perfect yes there is reciprocation but there is also chance of falling down like patanjali followers they will you know fall down uh, because if they don't take up to devotional service then they will fall down so but bhagwan ite shabdate so bhagwan that stage of bhagwan realization that is when all the pastimes and everything about the lord his abode his his um, entourage his paraphernalia everything his name everything is like completely realized in in full variety and there is full reciprocation between the devotee and the supreme personality of godhead and the um, relationship is based on love whereas in even in paramatma feature there is no love it is mechanically meditating on the super soul but then of course by constant meditation it will turn into love but if the idea is not to serve even after knowing the personal feature of the lord then one will again fall down even from that position even from paramatma realization one can fall down and that is explained here i think i have shown this before chaitanya charitamrita madhyalila 
chapter 6 text 269 here prabhupada explains very clearly ब्रह्मरे सॉरी ब्रह्मे ईश्वरे सायुज्य द्वित प्रकार ब्रह्म सायुज्य होते ईश्वर सायुज्य धिकार सार्वभम भट्टाचार्य कंटिन्यूड देर आर टू काइंड्स ऑफ सायुज्य मुक्ति मर्जिंग इन टू द ब्रह्मन इफल्शन एंड मर्जिंग इन टू द पर्सनल बॉडी ऑफ द लॉर्ड मर्जिंग इन टू द लॉर्ड बॉडी इज इवन मोर अबॉमनेबल दैन मर्जिंग इन टू इज इफल्शन नाउ अकॉर्डिंग टू द ओपिनियन ऑफ द मायावादी वेदांतिस्ट Uh, the living entity's ultimate success is to merge into the impersonal brahman this is mayavadi the impersonal brahman or bodily effulgence of the supreme lord is known as brahmaloka or siddhaloka sometimes it is also mentioned like that according to the brahma samhita 5.14 yasya prabha prabhavato jagadanda koti the material universes are generated from the bodily rays of the supreme personality of godhead Yogis who follow the principles of Patanjali accept the personality of the absolute truth but they want to merge into the transcendental body of the supreme lord that is their desire Now um, the Brahmavadis and those who are uh, advocates of the impersonal brahman they take to mental speculation gyanis and the yogis they go they their aim is parmatma realization but you see here it is mentioned yogis who follow the principles of patanjali accept the personality of the absolute truth see parmatma there is personality accepted because he is you know he has actually the full description of parmatma is there in the second canto of bhagavatam how he looks and every single ornament on his body and the whole figure everything is clearly mentioned and that's how he is situated on the lotus of the heart hrtpadma madhye satatam vyavasthitam so the yogis they meditate on that form but you see even after knowing the personal feature they want to merge into the transcendental body they don't want to serve him this is the problem avishuddha buddhi this is also impure intelligence this is not sthira buddhi this is not fixed intelligence because from here also he will fall down as long as we don't come to the platform of surrender sarva dharman parityajya mamekam sharanam vraja when that uh, sharanam sharanam means that means i'm accepting i'm a uh, lower entity i'm not equal to the lord i can't merge with him i can't i should not become should not try to become one with him but i should serve him so that is when we surrender but when we want to be equal to him that is not surrender surrender means i accept yes you are powerful i am nothing i sur- surrender to you and i want to become your servant that is surrender but when we think we want to become one with the lord whether in the impersonal aspect or the uh, paramatma aspect the the transcendental body of the lord the same thing the uh, same thing again same that is that is a being the greatest authority the supreme lord can easily allow many millions of living entities to merge into his body 
the origin of everything is the supreme personality of godhead bhagwan and his bodily effulgence is known as brahma jyoti brahma loka or siddha loka thus brahma loka or siddha loka is a place where many spark li- spark like living entities parts and parcels of the supreme lord are assembled so brahma jyoti is nothing but an association or a, or a, what is that a group of millions and trillions and unlimited number of spark like living entities which form each and every molecule of that light that bright light because these living entities do not wish to keep their individual existences they are combined and allowed to remain in brahmaloka like so many atomic particles of sunshine emanating from the sun see the word siddha is very significant siddha refers to one who has realized the brahman effulgence effulgence and who has complete knowledge that the living entity is not a material atom but a spiritual spark this understanding is described in the bhagavad gita as brahma bhuta in the conditioned state the living entity is known as jeeva bhuta you see that brahma bhuta prasannatma anachochatana kaanksha this brahma bhuta means a liberated soul whereas jeeva bhuta means a conditioned soul see this the terminology brahma bhuta means who has realized brahman or spiritual in the conditioned state the living entity is known as jeeva bhuta or the living force within matter brahma bhuta living entities are allowed to stay in brahma loka or siddha loka but unfortunately they sometimes again fall into the material world because they are not engaged in devotional service this is supported by the verse in shrimad bhagavatam beginning with ye anye arvindaksha 10232 these semi liberated souls <laughs> this is the <laughs> word that propad uses semi liberated souls falsely claim to be liberated but unless one engages in devotional service to the lord he is still materially contaminated therefore these living entities have been described as vimuktam maninah meaning that they falsely consider themselves liberated although their intelligence is not yet purified although these living entities undergo severe austerities to rise to the platform of siddha loka they cannot remain there perpetually for they are bereft of ananda sat chit ananda the one who is uh, has realized brahman feature he realizes the sat feature and those who are paramatma vadis they sat and chit and actually or not completely sat and chit even the brahman cannot understand fully sat sat means eternal but because their position itself is not eternal they may fall down at any time so that's why even though they experience sat it's not a full experience or full realization of sat feature also but to some extent and the paramatmavadis they have no, more knowledge they have more knowledge in the ch- chit means knowledge so <laughs> of course the gyanis also have knowledge but it's the lowest compared to the three stages of realization and the paramatmavadis they have a little more knowledge chit because they know that the absolute truth is a person so that is considered more advanced knowledge but they still not ananda because there is no devotional service ananda comes from service and that service also to the supreme lord and of course to serve the supreme lord we have to go through the devotees so service to the uh, spiritual master and the devotees uh, through which who uh, we can serve the supreme lord that is the platform of happiness you try you try to become i mean even the rich man he is not happy because he has nobody to serve sometimes they feel so lonely these rich people they go into depression because they have no real friends anymore 
because they have risen so high up in, in material in terms that nobody is their real friend anybody who comes to them they come with awe and reverence oh this rich man you know they don't have like very close friends who they can actually relate to and talk on equal terms no more and they feel very lonely there they cannot have proper relationship of course any relationship in this material world is you know um, will will end my point is when we are trying to be the boss when we don't serve that's when we will feel very lonely and that's exactly what happens in the brahman and parmatma realization they try to be the boss and then they don't serve and therefore they don't have any understanding of ananda of course there is brahmananda there is uh, even in the brahman realization of course there is a happiness in the sense that he is relieved from material pangs at least for the time being so that is itself happiness hmm? some some knowledge of eternity and that bliss is there in brahmananda it's not uh, even material happiness sex life also or any material happiness there is some happiness the drop is there the very perverted way of happiness brahmananda there is more but compared to devotional service nothing i think i will come back here i think i have shown this verse many times shrimad bhagavatam 7737 purport you see here it is said akshō adhokṣajālam bhamihāṣu bhātmanah om adhokṣajālam bhamihāṣu bhātmanah śarīrina samsṛti chakra śātanam tad brahma nirvāṇa sukham vidur budhās तथो भजध्वम हृदये हृदेश्वरम द रियल प्रॉब्लम ऑफ लाइफ इज द रेपिटेशन ऑफ बर्थ एंड डेथ व्हिच इज लाइक अ व्हील रोलिंग रिपीटेडली अप एंड डाउन दिस व्हील हाउएवर कंप्लीटली स्टॉप्स व्हेन वन इज इन टच विद द सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉडहेड ब्रेक सो द व्हील कंप्लीटली स्टॉप्स व्हेन वी आर इन टच विद द सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉडहेड इन अदर वर्ड्स बाय द ट्रांसेंडेंटल ब्लिस रियलाइज from constant engagement in devotional service one is completely liberated from material existence you see by the transcendental bliss this is sukham akshayam asnute in today's verse 21 so um one is completely liberated from material existence all learned men know this learned means again brahma vit tatva vit veda vit therefore my dear friends o son of the asuras immediately begin meditating meditating upon and worshiping the super soul within everyone's heart and here in the purport shri rupa goswami mentioned in the bhakti rasamrita sindhu 1138 that brahmanando bhavedesha chetparardha gunikritah naiti bhakti naiti bhakti sukham bodhe paramanutulam api if brahmananda the bliss of merging in the brahman effulgence you see that means there is a bliss brahmananda there is So if that bliss of Brahmananda were multi- multiplied 100 trillion times okay like it 100 trillion times it would still not equal even an atomic fragment of the ocean of transcendental bliss felt in devotional service 
Now there is no comparison now. There is no comparison. Millions of Brahmanandas, trillions of Brahmanandas, 100 trillion times, you see, multiplied 100 trillion times. Means innumerable times. You compare the Brahmananda, you increase. And that happiness, compared to the ocean of uh, Bhakti Yoga, uh, happiness and Bhakti Yoga, it is not even equal to a drop. Not Brahmananda is not equal to a drop. Tri- 100 trillion times of Brahmananda is not equal to a drop of the ocean of Bhakti Yoga. I mean, the Krishna consciousness, happiness and Krishna consciousness. Now, there is no, you know, the, so the happiness that is achieved by the devotee is on that level. There is no comparison at all. So, Although these living entities undergo severe austerities to rise to the platform of Siddhaloka, they cannot remain there perpetually for they are bereft of Ananda. Hmm. Even though these living entities attain the Brahmabhuta stage and realize the Supreme Personality of Godhead, this is the Paramatmavadis, the so-called Yogis, uh, and realize the Supreme Personality of Godhead through his bodily effulgence, sorry, sorry, this is the Gyanis, they nonetheless fall down due to neglecting the Lord's service. This is a Brahmanandis. They do not properly utilize whatever little knowledge they have of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Not attaining Ananda or bliss, they come down to the material world to enjoy. You see? This is certainly a fall down for one who is actually liberated. The Bhaktas consider such a fall down equal to achieving a place in hell. Kaivalyam Narakayate. That is the exact word. By Prabodhananda Saraswati. Kaivalyam Narakayate. Now, there is Brahmavadis or Brahmanandis. Now, this is the Paramatmavadis. Those who realize, we are talking about Brahmavit. The topic is Brahmavit. And Brahmavit means Brahmeti, Paramatmeti, Bhagavanit. Now, this Paramatma uh, with or Brahmavit, they are also spiritual, but you see, they are not completely with. They don't, with means one who knows. They don't completely know. Partially they know. But it's a problem when we know anything partially and we will fall down that is Brahman already mentioned here they will fall down now the followers of the Patanjali yoga system actually want to merge into the body of the Supreme Personality of God the Brahmavadis they want to merge into the effulgence they don't have any information about the personality but the Paramatmavadis having information about the personality they still want to merge into the body that is even worse that means in other words when you have more knowledge and uh, if you still, like for example, a normal man, if he breaks a rule, he is punished. But a policeman, if he breaks the rule, he is punished more. Because he is tr- supposed to uphold law. So, he is supposed to know the law, he is supposed to uphold the law, but he himself commits something nonsense, then he is to be punished more. See? So, when we have more knowledge, but then our action is on the, is on the platform of ignorance, then that is even more punishable. Because if I don't know, yeah, there can be an excuse, oh, I don't know. Still, I'll be punished. But if I know and do wrong, ah, then it's even worse. The, uh, this indicates that they do not want to engage in his service despite their knowledge of him and thus their position is even more abominable than that of those who want to merge into the Lord's effulgence. These yogis meditate on the four-handed Vishnu form of the Lord in order to merge into his body. They meditate, yes. But for what reason they want to merge into his body? 
The Patanjali system describes the form of the Lord as Klesha Karma Vipakashayair Vipakashayair Aparamrishtah Purusha Vishesha Ishwaraha The Supreme Personality of Godhead is a person who does not partake of a miserable material life. The yogis accept the eternity of the Supreme Person in one of their mantras. Sa Purvesham Api Guru Kalan Kalan Avachedat such a person is always supreme and is not influenced by the element of time. So, in other words, the followers of the Patanjali system therefore accept the eternity of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Yet, according to them, Purushartha Shunyanam Pratiprasavaha Kaivalyam Swarupa Pratishthava Chiti Shaktiriti They believe that in the perfectional stage, the conception of Purusha is vanquished. Purushartha Shunyanam This is their understanding. According to their description, Chiti Shaktiriti, they believe that when one becomes perfect, he cannot remain a person. This yoga system is therefore abominable because its final conception is impersonal. In the beginning, these yogis accept the Supreme Personality of Godhead, but they ultimately give up this idea in order to become impersonal. They are most unfortunate because although they have a personal conception of the Absolute Truth, they neglect to render devotional service to the Lord and thus fall down again into the material world. As mentioned above, this idea is supported by Srimad Bhagavatam 10.232. Aruhya Krichrena Parampadam Tataha Patantyadho Anadrata Yushmadangrayaha Due to neglecting the lotus feet of the Lord, these yogis again fall down into the material existence. Patanti Adhaha. Consequently, this path of yoga is more abominable than the impersonalist's path. This conclusion is also supported by Lord Kapiladev in the following verse from Srimad Bhagavatam. 32913 what is that hmm. so you see this this is brahma with so the actual brahma with the means who actually knows brahma not partially fully is only a devotee in other words brahma with in its purest sense can only be uh, referred to a devotee, not exactly a Brahmavadi or Paramatmavadi also, because they are not completely with, they are not completely in knowledge. See? So, a devotee, sorry, Sthira Buddhi Rasamudho Brahmavit, Brahmani Sthitaha, he is situated in transcendence. So, he knows the signs of God. This is meaning of the one who knows the signs of God means not just Brahman. Brahman is also part of God's existence. It is not that a devotee does not accept Brahman realization and Paramatma realization. No, it is not that. He accepts all three. When, when Bhagavan realization means, it includes Paramatma realization, includes Brahman realization. He knows the uh, infinite effulgence and he knows that that effulgence is the Lord's effulgence. Brahmanohi pratishtaham, Krishna says. That Brahman, the impersonal Brahma Jyoti, is my effulgence, Krishna is saying. So, he knows these things. But the impersonalist who know the light, they don't know whose effulgence it is. They don't know whose light is it, it is. Uh, the Paramatma Vadis also, they don't know that actually, in the ultimate sense, he is a person. And person means you can have personal dealings with him. This is called Leela, this is Bhagavan stage. But they start with personality and end up in impersonal again. You see, that is a problem. So, one who knows the signs of God means Brahman, Paramatma and Bhagavan, all these three. So, such a person who has 
unlimited happiness he is not you know he does not react to priyam and apriyam um you know pleasant and unpleasant circumstances victory or defeat or you know uh, happiness distress whatever it is he is not um shaken gurunaapi vicharlate in fact gurunaapi means guru means um heavy even the most heaviest of circumstances even the most trying of circumstances he is not vicharlate he is he is not going to be shaken then 521 bahya sorry brahmani sthita actually brahmani sthita is also explained in the second chapter just a brief uh, 271 you see 71 and 72 actually vihaya kaman yah sarvan pumamscharate nispraha nirmamo nirahankara sashantim adhigachati a person who has given up all desires for sense gratification who lives free from desires who has given up all sense of proprietorship and is devoid of false ego he alone can attain real peace now brahmanirvanam esha brahmi sthitih partha brahmani sthita today's verse here it is said esha brahmi sthitih partha nainam prapya vimuhyati स्थित्वास्याम अंतकालेपी ब्रह्मनिर्वाणम रिच्छति दिस इज कॉल्ड जीवन मुक्त नाउ दैट इज द वे ऑफ द स्पिरिचुअल एंड गॉडली लाइफ आफ्टर अटेनिंग व्हिच अ मैन इज नॉट बिवल्डेड इफ वन इज दस सिचुएटेड इवन एट द आवर ऑफ डेथ वन कैन एंटर इनटू द किंगडम ऑफ गॉड सो वन जीवन मुक्त मींस ही लिव्स इन दिस वर्ल्ड इन अ वे दैट आफ्टर दिस डेथ ही इज नो मोर गोइंग टू come back here so his mode of life is like that that he is preparing he is prepared well prepared to face death and pass pass the examination of death and we will go into that uh, it's called jeevan mukta hmm. and veera raghava acharya quotes from the chandogya upanishad we will go into that explanation so this is called brahma nirvanam this is the spiritual kingdom of god of course liberation richhati means one attains this is brahmi sthiti the spiritual situation brahma bhuta platform that means he is vihaya kaman yah sarvan giving up all desires for sense gratification and this is also supported by this verse shrimad bhagavatam 11250 na kama karma bijanam yasya chetasi sambhavah vasudevaik nilayah savai bhagavata savai bhagavatottamah one who has taken exclusive shelter of the supreme lord vasudev becomes free from fruitive activities which are based on material lust in fact one who has taken shelter of the lotus feet of the lord is freed from even the desire to enjoy material sense gratification plans for enjoying sex life social prestige and money cannot develop within his mind thus he is considered bhagavat uttama a pure devotee of the lord on the highest platform see plans for enjoying sex life social prestige and mind and money cannot develop within his mind nakama karma bijanam see he does not even have the seeds of those desires now desires can be 
in the seed like stage or in a you know a tree and then um, plant tree and then eventually uh, bearing fruit and when the fruit ripens that's when the desire uh, karma bija or kama bija so all like if, how do we enjoy like suppose um, if somebody wants to go to a movie first he will plan first he will make some uh, he will watch some movie reviews hey is this movie good or not uh, then he 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 experiments and then sees oh trailer is good everybody is saying good okay these are planning going on you see in the seed like stage and then he tries to call his friends hey come let's go for this movie are you on then you know everybody you know agrees and then the ticket purchase will happen and then we they all actually meet there and then they actually go and watch the movie so and when they actually watching the movie and when they complete the movie that's when the they have satisfied their desire but it goes through so many stages so many phases everything everything is like that if one wants to be a businessman or a, or or a sports um, or even an academic scientist or whatever it is it always starts from um, this uh, seed like form and then eventually fructifies so nakama karma bijana means it's not that he's having some ideas of enjoyment here and there but he's just stopping himself no that idea is not there idea itself is not the bija itself is not there forget about fruit and you know all these things so it bija not there that is vihaya kaman yah sarvan sarvan means at all stages and all kinds of um desires same yasya chetasi sambhava vasudevaika nilaya savai bhagavatottamaha so he is does he is considered bhagavatottama pure devotee of the lord on the highest platform see is a very high standard you see and only then if one is like this all life he is practices whole life and nirmamo nirahankara he is without a sense of proprietorship without false ego sa shantim he is very peaceful in this life and sthitvasyam antakalepi if he is situated even at the hour of death in the same platform without being agitated at all एषा ब्राह्मी स्थितिपार्थ नैनाम प्राप्य विमोह्यति स्थित्वास्याम अंतकालेपि ब्रह्म निर्वाणम रिच्छति ही विल अटेंड द किंगडम ऑफ गॉड सेम दिस इज ब्राह्मणि स्थितः देन 21 बाह्य स्पर्शेषु असक्तात्मा again the same thing vihaya karman yah sarvan nakama karma bijanam in external sense gratification bahya sparsheshu asakta atma one who is not attached he is not attached and actually i wanted to show you another point about difference between devotees being able to come to this point of vihaya karman yah sarvan without any nakama karma bijanam and um other so called um, transcendentalists or striving for transcendental perfection see the difference there is this nice verse 42239 of shrimad bhagavatam
ಯತ್ಪಾದಪಂಕಜಪಲಾಶವಿಲಾಸಭಕ್ತಿಯಾಸುದೇವಂಗೇಜ್ಡ್ಸ್ See, they can easily give up the hard-knotted desires. Vihaya Kaman. <coughs> Who? Devotees. Because this is very difficult, the non-devotees, the Jnanis and Yogis, now these are the Brahmavadis and Paramatmavadis, although trying to stop the waves of sense gratification, cannot do so. This is very important. they cannot stop the waves of sense gratification that means they have bija bijas which are waiting to be waiting to germinate and then eventually fructify <coughs> therefore you are advised to engage in the devotional service of krishna the son of vasudev so therefore the advice here in this verse is bhaja vasudevam srotoganas tamaranam bhaja vasudevam you go and take shelter of the supreme lord vasudev you don't try to be too super smart and with your own strength try to be happy and you know conquer everything no you will fall down hmm. that's why krishna says daivi hi esha gunamayi mama maya duratyaya this maya is so difficult that maam evaye prapadyante mayam etam tarantate those who surrender to me they can overcome this maya but those who don't surrender even though they may be partially brahmavit that means gyanis and yogis they cannot conquer they cannot overcome the influence of maya unless maamevaye prapadyante maya metam take shelter of my lotus feet then yes you can krishna is saying here also the same thing the gyanis and yogis cannot stop the sense gratification you see yat pada pankaja palasha vilasa bhaktya karmashayam grathitam udgrathyanti santha tadvann riktamatayo yatayo apiruddha see riktamataya persons devoid of devotional service and yataya ever increasingly trying so the persons who are devoid of devotional service are who three people ಕರ್ಮೀಸ್ ಜ್ಞಾನೀಸ್ ಯೋಗೀಸ್ ಭುಕ್ತಿ ಮುಕ್ತಿ ಸಿದ್ಧಿ ಕಾಮಿ ಸಖಲಿ ಅಶಾಂತ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಭಕ್ತ ನಿಷ್ಕಾಮ ಅತಯೇವ ಶಾಂತ ಸಿ ಕೃಷ್ಣಭಕ್ತ ನಿಷ್ಕಾಮ ಅತಯೇವ ಶಾಂತ ಭುಕ್ತಿ ಮುಕ್ತಿ ಸಿದ್ಧಿ ಕಾಮಿ ಸಕಲೀಯ ಶಾಂತ ಸೊ ದರ್ ಆರ್ ತ್ರೀ ಕಾಮೀಸ್ ಕಾಮೀಸ್ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಕಾಮ ನಾವು ಯು ಆರ್ ಟಾಕಿಂಗ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ನ ಕಾಮ ಕರ್ಮ ಬೀಜಾನಾಂ ರೈಟ್ ಆರ್ ವಿಹಾಯ ಕಾಮಾನ್ ಯಹ ಸರ್ವಾನ್ ಆರ್ ಇನ್ ಟುಡೇಸ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ವಾಟ್ ಇಸ್ ದಟ್ ಫೈವ್ ಟ್ವೆಂಟಿ ಟು ಫೈವ್ ಟ್ವೆಂಟಿ ಒನ್ ಸಾರಿ ದ ವರ್ಸ್ ದ ವರ್ಡ್ ಇಸ್ ಫುಗಾಟ್ ಹಾಂ ಬಾಹ್ಯ ಸ್ಪರ್ಶೇಶು ಅಸಕ್ತಾತ್ಮ ಸೇಮ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ ಬಾಹ್ಯ ಸ್ಪರ್ಶೇಶು ಅಸಕ್ತಾತ್ಮ ಸಾರಿ ಬಾಹ್ಯ ಸ್ಪರ್ಶೇಶು ಅಸಕ್ತಾತ್ಮ 
so all these point to the sense gratification now kama is these three things bhukti mukti siddhi kami sakaliya shant because the devotee of lord krishna is desireless he is peaceful sa shantim adhigachati vihaya kamanya sarvan fruitive workers desire material enjoyment this is ordinary karmis they want material enjoyment gyanis desire liberation mukti you know they want mukti that means they have some desire they want to achieve something as long as they want to achieve something they are kami devotee does not want to achieve anything because he has already achieved everything only on that sta- only on that platform one can be not a kami as long as we are in want of something as we are not completely as long as we are not completely fulfilled we will we will always be a kami it's not that who oh, he does not want anything uh, how come he does not want anything because he already has everything when he is with krishna hmm the fruitive workers desire material enjoyment gyanis desire liberation and the yogis desire material opulence what is material opulence this yoga ashta yogas ashta siddhis hmm paramatma vad is that is also um, kind of siddhi but even yogic perfections they will have yogic powers anima lakhima prapti shita vasita prakamya all these uh, eight kinds of ashta siddhi are there perfections of yoga so yogis desire material opulence therefore they are all lusty and cannot be peaceful all of them are classified as kamis only nishkama no more kama is krishna bhakta hmm. so bahya sparsheshu asaktatma and actually next verse yahi samsparsha again the word sparsha you see sparsheshu bahya sparsheshu here samsparsha ja yehi samsparsha ja bhoga sparsha means touch when the senses touch the sense objects just like when there is a itch then i touch scratch then i feel some kind of satisfaction but then if i keep on scratching i feel satisfaction as long as i'm doing it but once i stop it will become painful it was an itch but now it is pain <laughs> so that's how it happens <coughs> each is better than having pain right but the end result of sense gratification which it in the beginning feels like an itch and you want to scratch it and feels nice but then in the end it becomes painful yehi samsparsha ja bhoga dukha yonaya evate adi antavantah kaunteya nateshuramate budhah an intelligent person does not take part in the sources of misery dukha yonaya yona means the womb uh, yoni means womb womb is the source of our birth right so that's why dukha yona the womb of um, distress that means the source of distress this is how sanskrit you know the way it is termed the sources of misery dukha yona a intelligent person does not take part in the sources of misery which are due to the contact with the material senses contact with the material senses and the sense objects oh son of kunti such pleasures have a beginning and an end and so the wise man does not delight in them he wants unlimited sukham akshayam asnute that is what he is enjoying so that's why it is not wrong to desire more and more happiness like 
in the material world everybody tries to lord it over the material nature to become more and more happy that is not wrong to try to become more happy is not wrong but to try to become more happy with reference to the body that is wrong the platform on which they are trying is wrong that's why when we say be content you know don't don't be greedy what is greed actually what is greed greed means they want to be more happy but why it is why is greed condemned because they're trying to be more happy in this material world that is condemned greed itself is not condemned because to get krishna bhakti to get krishna consciousness love of krishna love of god greed is the essential factor that's the only price we have to pay krishna bhakti rasabhavitamate hmm? you see this verse very interesting verse greed is glorified here let's look at the another verse where greed is con- condemned <coughs> in uh, 16th chapter of bhagavad gita 21st verse here it is said trividham narakasyedam dwaram nashanam atmanah kamah krodhas tatha lobhas tasmade tatrayam tyajed lobha means greed there are three gates leading to this hell lust anger and greed every sane man should give these up for the lead to the degradation of the soul here it is said give up greed because it is a gateway to hell right here it is said 870 chaitanya charitamrita madhilila 8.70 krishna bhakti rasabhavitam atihi kriyatam yadi kutopi labhyate tatra laulyam api mulyam ekalam ekalam means only one janma koti sukrita na labhyate laulyam means what greed here greed is glorified pure devotional service in krishna consciousness cannot be had even by pious activity in hundreds and thousands of lives janma koti means millions and trillions in fact hundreds and thousands is lesser actually janma koti means millions of births so pure devotional service in krishna consciousness cannot be had even by pious activity in millions of births it can be attained only by paying one price that is intense greed to obtain it if it is available somewhere one must purchase it without delay and where it is available where is that shop of greed <laughs> it is there with the devotees that is the shop namer hat hat means marketplace in bengali so namer hat khule che there is a nice song by bhaktivinu thakur about nityananda prabhu opening a marketplace of the holy name where all greed can be satisfied there ah. so greediness is uh, not bad if it is directed towards the proper thing um, to get krishna bhakti and that greed is not actually sense gratification the happiness which the devotee experiences it is because it is not um, he wants to be happy he wants to see krishna happy and when he sees krishna happy he becomes happy his happiness is in the happiness of krishna it's not a sense gratification happiness mm. it is way different from 
trying to be happy on our own you know that is very different so that kind of greed we must have greed for sense gratification that is condemned that is definitely condemned bahya sparsheshu asaktaatma he is not having any attached at attachment towards external sense pleasure vindati atmani yat sukham vindati means he enjoys right yeah vindati means enjoys atmani in the self sukham he is always in trance how he is enjoying sa brahma yoga yuktaatma by concentration in brahman yuktaatma self connected so concentration in brahman means again of course we have went through we have gone through the brahma vit so one who is brahma vit he is situated in brahma yoga yuktaatma so who is brahma vit devotee real brahma vit he is concentration on brahma means supreme lord parabrahma sa brahma yoga yuktaatma he is connected with krishna and the connection with krishna is devotional service See, connection means there is a service rendered that is connection any relationship for example um if there is service rendered then the relationship will grow right if we always try to take service try to be self centered take service from the other person then it, it quickly becomes uh, very um, sour hmm. when we give service that's when the relationship will grow so of course any relationship will end in <laughs> because there is sense gratification involved in this material world so of course bhaktivinu thakur has given the formula with which every relation in the material world also can be made into a harmonious relationship if krishna is in the center he said my house has become just like golok vrindavan usually house is a prison <laughs> you know brahma himself said brahma said in the 10th canto 14th chapter in his prayers to krishna see this beautiful verse tavad ragada yastenas tavad kara griham griham tavan mohong grinigado yavat krishna na tejanah mario lord krishna you see kara griham 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 means home kara griham means prison <laughs> mario lord krishna until people become your devotees their material attachments and desires remain thieves their homes remain prisons and their affectionate feelings for their family members remain foot shackles so a home is compared to a prison because we are imprisoned there in this material world in the in the form of affection you know we may say hey, my home is not a prison you know there are no bars the bars no need to be a metal bars it can be wide open but still you will not go out <laughs> you will not go out why because the bars are one's own attachments to that home you we ask people to join full time who can come nobody can come very very few it's very hard to come out of that family situation just like a prison it is very hard to come out of a prison the, the difference is a prisoner would want to come out but he cannot come out but here the prisoner doesn't want to come out although he can come out <laughs> that is the difference <laughs> very different kind of prison you see but both are trapped one is trapped even though he wants to come out he cannot come out this prison is different even if he can come out he will not come out 
he chooses to stay imprisoned that is the kind of shackle this material desires the material attachments are so such house and family relationships can be made harmonious and um equal to spiritual world which is the platform of total freedom complete freedom like narad muni he can go anywhere right because he is why he is a devotee complete freedom he is not imprisoned by anything grahe goloka bhai you know the bhaktivinoda thakur sings in that song that by worshiping krishna in the house my home has transformed into golok vrindavan which is the highest planet in the spiritual world how is he comparing a prison to the highest planet because krishna is there so if our relationships are centered around krishna even though there may be relationships uh, they will all be harmonious relationships because there will be no fight there will be no this thing because krishna is the center if krishna is really the center there will be no fight fights only happen because somewhere krishna is not in the center some horror so that's when fights happen you see bahya sparsheshu asaktva asaktatma vindati atmani yat sukham sa brahma yoga yuktatma sukham akshayam asnute unlimited happiness he enjoys and um, that unlimited happiness is also referred to in this verse shrimad bhagavatam 551 nayam deha deha bhajam nirloke kashtan kamanarhate vidbhujam ye tapo divyam putra kayena satvam shuddhyed yasmad brahma saukhyam dvanantam brahma saukhyam tu anantam you see this brahma saukhyam means a spiritual happiness unlimited anantam anant anta means end anta ananta means no end and how is it uh, achieved satvam shuddhyet satvam means our existence shuddhyet means by purification of our existence and how is that purification achieved tapo divyam by engaging in austerities then our existence is purified so you see we want happiness we want to have happiness in our contaminated platform that's the problem in this material world but there is another happiness which is unlimited you can achieve it how can you achieve it if you purify your existence how to purify your existence tapo divyam transcendental austerity austerity meant to satisfy the supreme lord is transcendental austerity that is yat karoshi dashnasi yat jhoshi dadasi yat yat tapasya sikonteya kurushva tadmararpanam so whatever we do whatever we eat whatever we drink whatever we doing everything must be offered to krishna the result has to be given to krishna not we should not enjoy it ourselves hmm. so that is tapah and even fasting for example yesterday we fasted for today's varaha dwadashi tomorrow we are again fasting for nityananda trayodashi so this is also tapah tapasya very small tapasya actually compared to what dhruva maharaj did what prahlad maharaj did what great great sages valmiki did before small the half day fasting hmm uh, you only half day fasting you getting gastric pains <laughs> i got gastric pain yesterday in half day fasting so <laughs> what kind of austerity 
సో ఇన్ కలియుగా వీ ఆర్ యూనో కండెమ్డ్ సో అట్లీస్ట్ లిటిల్ బిట్ ఆస్టారిటీ ఈస్ దర్ అండ్ నో మీట్ ఈటింగ్ నో ఎలిసిట్ సెక్స్ నో గ్యాంబ్లింగ్ నో ఇంటాక్సికేషన్ వెరీ సింపుల్ ఆస్టారిటీ ఇన్ ఫ్యాక్ట్ అండ్ ఇన్ ఎక్స్చేంజ్ ఫర్ దాట్ వీఆర్ గెటింగ్ దిస్ అన్లిమిటెడ్ హ్యాపీనెస్ కేవల ఆనంద కందా ఇన్ఫ్యాక్ట్ చైతన్య మహాప్రభుజ్ ఈజ్ రెడ్యూస్ ద ఆస్టారిటీ యాజ్ మచ్ ఎస్ పాసిబుల్ రెడ్యూస్ ద ప్రైస్ యూనో జస్ట్ లైక్ వెన్ యూ సెల్ సంథింగ్ ఇఫ్ ఇట్ ఇస్ నాట్ గోయింగ్ ఇఫ్ ఇట్స్ నాట్ సెల్లింగ్ వాట్ యూ విల్ డూ యూ విల్ రెడ్యూస్ ద ప్రైస్ ఓ సేల్ సేల్ స్పెషల్ సేల్ నైంటీ పర్సెంట్ డిస్కౌంట్ గో టేక్ సో సిమిలర్లీ లవ్ ఆఫ్ గాడ్ హెడ్ ఇస్ ఇస్ ద మోస్ట్ ప్రెషియస్ కమాడిటీ దర్ ఇస్ నో ప్రైస్ ట్యాక్ టు ఇట్ అన్లిమిటెడ్ ప్రైస్ అండ్ పీపుల్ హూ యాక్చువల్లీ అండర్స్టూడ్ ద వాల్యూ ఇన్ ద ప్రీవియస్ యూగర్స్ దే యూస్ టు పే దట్ ప్రైస్ వాల్మీకి మెరిటేటెడ్ ఫర్ సిక్స్టీ థౌసండ్ ఇయర్స్ అండ్ ఈవెన్ విశ్వామిత్ర వశిష్ట ఎవ్రీబడి మెరిటేటెడ్ ధ్రువమహారాజ్ నో ఆఫ్కోర్స్ హీ డిడ్ ఓన్లీ సిక్స్ మంత్స్ బట్ వాట్ కైండ్ ఆఫ్ ఆస్టరిటీ హీ డిడ్ ఇన్ సిక్స్ మంత్స్ యోగీస్ కెన్ నాట్ డూ ఈవెన్ మిలియన్స్ ఆఫ్ ఇయర్స్ దాట్ కైండ్ ఆఫ్ ప్రైస్ దే పేడ్ అండ్ గాట్ దట్ కమోడిటీ ఆఫ్ లవ్ ఆఫ్ గాడ్ హెడ్ కలియుగా ప్రాబ్లమ్ ఈస్ కృష్ణ ఈజ్ రెడీలీ వాంటింగ్ టు సెల్ చైతన్య మహాప్రభు ఇస్ కమ్ 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 ఐ ఓపెన్ అ మార్కెట్ నిత్యానంద ప్రభు ఓపెన్ అ మార్కెట్ నో బుడి ఇస్ కమ్మింగ్ నో కస్టమర్ దెన్ డిస్కౌంట్ ఓకే డిస్కౌంట్ డిస్కౌంట్ నో మోర్ తపస్ జస్ట్ ఫాలో సమ్ స్మాల్ స్మాల్ థింగ్స్ అండ్ కమ్ టేక్ కృష్ణ కోసం అండ్ గో బ్యాక్ టు గాడ్ సో దిస్ ఈస్ కేవల ఆనంద కందా దెర్ ఇస్ నో తపస్ ఇన్ అవర్ మూవ్మెంట్ ఎట్ ఆల్ ప్రభుపాస్ వెర్ ఇస్ ఆస్టారిటీ ఇన్ అవర్ మూవ్మెంట్ ఈ సింగింగ్ నైస్లీ డాన్సింగ్ డిస్కసింగ్ సమ్ వెరీ నైస్ ప్లెజెంట్ ఫిలాసఫీ అండ్ యూనో ఎంగేజింగ్ ఇన్ సర్వీస్ అసోసియేటింగ్ విత్ వండర్ఫుల్ డివోటీస్ అండ్ వేర్ ఇస్ ద ఆస్టారిటీ వేర్ ఇస్ తపస్ ఇన్ అవర్ మూవ్మెంట్ ప్రభుపాల్ సైడ్ సో ద ప్రైస్ హ్యాస్ బీన్ లోవర్డ్ ప్రాబ్లమ్ ఈస్ వీ స్టిల్ డోంట్ వాంట్ టు టేక్ దట్ ఈస్ అవర్ ప్రాబ్లమ్ స్టిల్ వీ డోంట్ వాంట్ బికమ్ సీరియస్ so if we do tapasya then our existence will become purified and in such purified existence only we can have happiness usually people in the material world they think purified people cannot be happy are you don't uh, drink you don't have girlfriend you don't go to pub and club and all these things what is this what kind of happiness you have you don't watch movies or what or i mean what what kind of life you are leading no, no happiness I, i want to be happy i i, I want to be i want to enjoy they think like this to enjoy means we have to be contaminated we have to be dirty fellows and uh, doing all kind of nonsense and then only we can be happy they think like this <laughs> but here it is said to achieve unlimited happiness sukham brahma saukhyam to anantam we have to be satvam shuddhiyet first of all we must, we must be pure and then only we can qualify for that happiness and that is achieved by tapo divyam but if we don't do all this then our happiness whatever we are trying to enjoy that that dirty happiness you know this is compared to pigs who are also dirty they are also always in the garbage and <coughs> stool eating or nonsense they are doing kashtana kaman arhate vidbhujami vidbhujami stool eating animals like hogs and dogs so nayam deho dehabhajam nirloke this this rishabdev is saying here that re you are a human you have come to human body now don't engage in that stupid nonsense enjoyment of the pigs huh? i mean worship the supreme lord and do some tapasya for tra- his sake 
and then purify your existence and you will enjoy unlimited happiness that is available for you in the human form of life why do you want to uh, settle for something so less don't settle for anything less go for the highest hmm. here we are not into no 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 you know don't don't uh, desire more you know just just be content we are not saying that no 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 don't settle for anything less go for the highest be greedy but greedy for krishna Hmm. be greedy for the best thing krishna consciousness why why we should settle for anything less why we should be content with anything lesser than devotion we can actually we cannot be content because it's like uh, what is that yathanalam you know like a fire the fire will never be content Four thirty nine or three thirty nine. I think three thirty nine. Yeah, you see, avratam jnana dushpurena analena cha. Analena, anala means fire. Thus, the wise living entity's pure consciousness becomes covered by his eternal enemy in the form of lust, which is never satisfied and which burns like fire. Never it is satisfied. It'll, we will never be actually content uh, if we settle for anything less. Because our heart is always asking for more. I think the <laughs> I think when I was a small kid there, there was this Pepsi. Pepsi, you know. The Yadil Mange more. And in Hindi they say Yadil Mange more. They say this heart wants more. That's how this this material world is. Yadil Mange more. Always it asks for more and more. Never satisfied, never be content. So the Shastras say, yeah, Dilmangi more, go for the more, not more, most, the best. Don't settle for anything less. Until you get the best, don't stop. Mm. Be greedy for the best. For, what is the best? Krishna consciousness, devotional service for Krishna, to Krishna. That is our movement. Vindati Atmani Yat Sukham. And Sukham Akshaya Masnute, we want to enjoy this. We want to enjoy this. Why? Why we have to give up? I want unlimited happiness. Hmm. That is what. And actually, that this when we say I want unlimited happiness, it's not actually a devotee does not want happiness for his own self. When he says I want happiness, unlimited happiness, that is because he wants to see Krishna happy. That is the definition of his happiness. Whereas the definition of a sense uh, gratifier's happiness is, I want to gratify my senses. That is the definition of my happiness. So when a devotee says, I want to be happy, the sukham akshaya masnute, he is happy, but his definition of happiness is not gratification, self gratification. Krishna is happy, then I am happy. So I want to make Krishna happy. That kind of happiness is totally different. This is karma and Prema is two different platforms altogether. So when we say go for the ultimate happiness, it is, it is not uh, you know I want to be happy you know again no it is I want Krishna to be happy and there my happiness is there. That is explained. I think we have read in the hmm, Chaitanya Charitamrita, the last chapter, fourth chapter. We are now doing the fifth chapter there, fourth chapter. If you remember, I don't know if you remember. 
I'll just uh, just skim through those. Wow, 9:30. Okay, I'll try to see in the end. Actually, I, I I cannot go through the whole thing because a lot of verses, but this is how it is explained. Oh, sorry. Now we are in yeah fifth chapter correct. Yeah, actually it's after this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you see this thing. The love of the gopis is called Rudha Bhava. It is pure and spotless. It is not at any time lust. Why? Um, here, of course, that famous verse. Atmendra Pritivancha Taranam Kam Krishnendra Pritivancha Dhare Premanam So, the desire to gratify one's own senses is karma, but the desire to please the senses of Lord Krishna is Prema, love. Now, the Radharani's happiness, the Gopi's happiness, it is said, Krishna came to actually uh, taste the Radharani's happiness. Because he found that Radharani is enjoying more than he himself. You see? So, he is wondering, how is this even possible? That somebody can be more happy than me. So, that means in the platform of devotional service, oh, one can get more happiness. So, I want to taste that. I want to taste what Radharani is tasting. So, why is Radharani more happy? Because she is seeing Krishna happy and that is what making her happy. The gopis are also like that. Any devotee is like that. The happiness of the devotee is in the happiness of the uh, Lord. The happiness of the beloved. This is whole thing is mentioned here. You can go and read on your own. Adilila, 4th chapter, verses 162 all the way uh, until... You see, the happiness of the abode of love is then the happiness of the object of that love. This is very nicely explained in this whole, all these verses here. So, that is the happiness we are talking about. Sukham Akshayam Ashnute. That's why Yamanacharya verse is mentioned here. Yadavadhi Mamacheta Krishna Padaravinde. So, when he is in Krishna consciousness, when he, when the mind gives him the offer, he is now, you know, he is Yadavati Mamacheta Krishna Padaravinde Navanavarasadhamanyudyatam Randumasit. I am very happy in Krishna consciousness. But sometimes this stupid mind is offering me, hey, I have a special offer for you. Badan Nari Sangame, Smaryamane. There, there, you see, beautiful woman is there. When Maya presents this kind of offer, I spit at the thought. What nonsense offer is this? Because why? Bhavati Mukha Vikara Sushtunishtivanamcha. Condemned nonsense. So why? Because Navanavarasadhamanyudyatam Rantumasit. Completely happy in Krishna consciousness. This is insignificant. Are, for the devotee, even Brahmananda, the happiness of liberation, multiplied by 100 trillion times, is lesser than a drop of the ocean of the happiness that he is enjoying. What to speak of? Anything less? Like, that's why it is said in this verse, 
Srimad Bhagavatam 9.4.67 Matsevaya Pratitamte Salokyadi Chatushtayam Nechanti Sevaya Purnaha Kutonyat Kalaviplutam My devotees who are always satisfied to be engaged in my loving service are not interested even in the four principles of liberation. Salokya, Sarupya, Samipya and Sarshti. Although they, these are automatically achieved by their service. What then is to be said of such perishable happiness as elevation to the higher planetary systems? Or, let me add, what about the perishable happiness of uh, sex life with a woman in this world, not even heavenly planets? I mean, insignificant. That's why Yamanacharya spits at that very thought. When the Maya offers, when the mind gives an offer, hey, I have a special offer, see. And spit at the thought. What, what kind of offer is this? Uh, my offer is, I have already enjoyed a much better offer. Uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has given, you know, Kevala Ananda Kanda, which such a small price, I am getting, getting unlimited happiness. What kind of nonsense? With so much struggle, you are getting little happiness. Actually, that's a fact. You see, for, that's why Prabhupada, and I mean, Shastra also says, sex life, sex pleasure is just for a few moments. For those few moments of pleasure, we are agreeing contract we are signing a contract that whole life <clears throat> i'm going to work very hard you see for little pleasure whereas here little bit tapasya we're getting unlimited pleasure keval which one you want now choose two one two first of all let's look at not the next one two one three Nidraya hriyate naktam vyavayena chavavayaha divacharthaya yarajan kutumba bharanena va. The lifetime of such an envious householder is passed at night either in sleeping or in sex indulgence and in the daytime either in making money or maintaining family members. And whole life is spent like this. Whole life. Hmm? That's why it is said, you know, sometimes this Bhagavatam is very explicit. But, you know, sometimes that naked language has to be used, you know, in a straightforward way, without any euphemisms, to give us complete, stark, naked truth of the material world. Yan maithuna adhigrihame dhisukham hitucham Kandu yanena karayor ivadukha dukham Tripyantine hakripana bahudukha bhaja Kandu tivan manasijam vishaheta dhiraha You see, bahudukha bhaja, dukha dukham How many times dukham is used here? Sukham hitucham Insignificant happiness, sukham is used once but what kind of sukham? He tucham. Tucham means insignificant, very condemned. You know. But here, dukkha dukham, bahu dukkha, bhaja, you see, tripyanti neha, <laughs> never satisfied. <laughs> the kind of words I use are amazing. You know, sex life is compared to the rubbing of two hands to relieve an itch. It's exactly like that. Grihamedhis, so-called grihasthas, who have no spiritual knowledge, think that this itching is the greatest platform of happiness. You know, khujli. In, in Hindi we say khujli. Uh, when there is khujli, itching, sensation, then they, they think that this itching is the <laughs> greatest platform of happiness. Although actually it is a source of distress. 
துக்கயோனய என் ஃபைவ் டுவெண்ட்டி டூ த கிருபனஸ் த ஃபூல்ஸ் ஹூ ஆர் ஜஸ்ட் த ஆப்போசிட் ஆஃப் பிராமணர்ஸ் ஆர் நாட் சாட்டிஸ்ஃபைட் பை ரிப்பீட்டட் சென்சுவேஷன் சென்சுவஸ் என்ஜாய்மெண்ட் தோஸ் ஹூ ஆர் தீர் ஹவர் ஹூ ஆர் சோபர் அண்ட் ஹூ டாலரேட் தி சிச்சிங் ஆர் நாட் சப்ஜெக்டட் டு த சஃபரிங்ஸ் ஆஃப் ஃபூல்ஸ் அண்ட் ரேஸ்கல்ஸ் த வேர்ட்ஸ் ஆர் வெரி லைக் ஹார்ட் ஹிட்டிங் but that's exactly what is necessary when when we have a cancer it has to be operated and operation is not you know uh, you know uh, coating sugar coating you know cut cut Oper- operation means cut uh, cut open the body and then take out something part of our body is cut that is necessary to cure us so these these words they they cut that um, strong attachment we have so that is necessary hmm So sometimes this language is unpleasant but what to do the knife of the doctor is also not pleasant when you have to go for an operation who likes to go who likes to be under the knife nobody right but sometimes it is necessary when there is you know disease or something so similarly this knife of unpleasant language is necessary to remove the nonsense kamam hridrogam we have a heart disease hridrogam means the disease of the heart what is that kamam lust and to remove that lust the cancer of that lust sometimes this operation is necessary operation what is operation these harsh words but for the person who is krishna conscious these are very satisfying words because he has come out of that when one who is in that for him is like wow this is too much to take but it is necessary still we have to take it if take it is for our own good yeah so in this way um these are explained now i want to show you just uh, one uh, last thing because we are talking about the symptoms of a liberated soul that is the whole topic of this uh, session so in the 545 purport of shrimad bhagavatam 5.4.5 in the purport there is a um, nice explanation here This is the way of Vedic life one must stop the process of repeated birth and death and return home back to godhead the words tan mahimanam avapa are significant in this regard so in this verse if you see the sanskrit there is this three words hmm. that mahimanam is explained um by different acharyas in um, different ways but all point to the same thing okay different aspects of the same thing shri sridhar swami first later on i think vishnu sakravarti and also i think jiva goswami are mentioned now shri sridhar swami says that mahima means liberation in this life hmm. we should act in such a way in, in this life that after giving up this body we will become liberated from the bondage of repeated birth and death It's very important you know? you know when we ask people you want to come back here in this birth and death cycle they say no 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 i don't want to come back again but then do the do the what is needed to get to that position no, actually i don't have time prabhu then what then you spend more time in the material world you don't have time now right to spend more time krishna will give you so much time to spend in this material world so we have to now we have to make time why we don't have time everybody has 24 hours right why we don't have time because our priorities are different we are spending that same time in different ways in the materialistic ways so it is our priorities that have to change <clears throat> then we will have time if we, if we make krishna consciousness our krishna consciousness our priority we will have time 
But because we have not made it a priority, that's why we don't have time. So here it is said, one should act. We should act in such a way in this life that after giving up this body, we will become liberated. That means if you want to become liberated, we have to act in this life now. In such a way. Uh, this is called Jivan Mukti. This is called Jivan Mukti. That means even while living, we are liberated. And we are making sure that after this death, there is no more. That means our lifestyle, there is a lifestyle that we have to live, which will enable that. Now, Srila Veeraraghavacharya states that in the Chandogya Upanishad, there are eight symptoms of a Jivan Mukta. A person, actually Veeraraghavacharya is from the Sri Sampradhaya. Uh, Sampradhaya. Huh? So, he is um, being quoted here, that he is quoted from Chandogya Upanishad, there are eight symptoms of Jivan Mukta. A, um, a person who is already liberated even when living in this body. So, what are the eight symptoms? The first symptom is of one so liberated is that he is freed from all sinful activity. Apahata Papa. As long as one is under the clutches of Maya in the material energy, one has to engage in sinful activity. Bhagavad Gita describes such people as Dushkritina, which indicates that they are always engaged in sinful activity. One who is liberated in this life does not commit any sinful activities. Sinful activity involves illicit sex, meat eating, intoxication and gambling. Another symptom of a liberated person is Vijara, which indicates that he is not subjected to the miseries of old age. Now, even though he may become old, he is not subjected to the miseries because he is not attached to the body. So, even if the body is going through whatever uh, deterioration, he is not subjected to the miseries that, that come with that. Because he is situated in, as we know, Sukham uh, Akshaya Mashnute. He is enjoying even in that condemned condition of the body when the body is just completely destroyed. He is still enjoying the, uh, you know, um, unlimited pleasure of Krishna consciousness. You see? So that's why he does not undergo the miseries of old age. Not that his body will not go, he will be young all the way. No, this body, he will meet with such an end. This body, the body is meant for that. Actually, one, there is one, um, I can't pull it out now, I don't know where it is. Many months ago, it was shared. There was this, um, I think in some WhatsApp group that I'm in. So there, uh, one devotee shared an experience of a devotee who uh, was with Prabhupada during the last few days of his physical presence in the world. And Prabhupada was uh, translating Bhagavatam. And at the time he was having a conversation. Then Prabhupada was saying, a self-realized soul, he is happy he is merged in the bliss of Krishna consciousness, even though his body is destroyed. And the devotee says that he, Prabhupada stressed the word destroyed. Even if the body is destroyed, the self-realized soul is completely happy. And Prabhupada was actually, and this devotee, he realized that, wow, actually Prabhupada's body was completely destroyed at the time. He, if you see the footage of his last days, he is just, you can't even recognize him almost. His, uh, his skin all was just gone inside, just skeleton covered with skin, that's all, like that it was. So, even at that point, Prabhupada said this point, uh, that even if the body is destroyed, the self soul completely enjoys uh, his life. So, that is Vijara, which indicates it is not subject, it is Jivan Mukta. Okay? Another symptom is, symptom is Vimrityu. 
that means no more death for him that mean, of course this body will die but he will not have another birth when you have birth then you have death right jatasya dhruvam dhruvam mrityu dhruvam janma mrityasya cha but uh, he will no more take another birth and therefore he will no more have any death so this body will of course die the soul does not die anyway so that is vimrityu a liberated person prepares himself in such a way that he does not take on any more material bodies which are destined to die in other words he does not fall down again to repeated birth and death another symptom is vishoka which indicates that he is callous to material distress and happiness he is not lamenting he is not in uh, distressed another is vijighatsa which indicates that he no longer desires material enjoyment another symptom is apipata which means that he has no desire other than to engage in the devotional service of krishna his dear most pursuable lord a further symptom is satyakama which indicates that all his desires are directed to the supreme truth krishna satyam param dhimahi he does not want anything else he is satya sankalpa whatever he desires is fulfilled by the grace of krishna satya sankalpa first of all he does not desire anything for his material benefit and secondly if he desires anything at all he simply desires to serve the supreme lord that desire is fulfilled by the lord's grace that is called satya sankalpa now shri vishnu chakravarti thakur points out now sridhar swami said that uh, to be liberated even in this life jeevan mukta that is mahima now shri vishnu chakravarti thakur points out that the word mahima means returning to the spiritual world back home back to godhead vaikuntha shri sukadev goswami uh, says that the word mahima means the devotee attains the qualities of the supreme personality of godhead this is called sadharma or the same quality Just as Krishna is never born and never dies, his devotees who return to Godhead never die and never take birth within the material world. So in this way, all point to the same thing. That means perfection and devotional service. So this is Jivan Mukta. This is these are all the symptoms of a liberated soul. So um, now you may say, "Wow, these are all very high, Prabhu." <laughs> now the only point is. the only method by which we can attain to that position is engaging in devotional service so we have to become serious <coughs> chanting hari krishna 16 rounds every day minimum and engaging in all sorts of service throughout the day as much as possible one has to be greedy for it and then yes everything else will fall in place and one's path to liberation is wide open so we can take shelter of shri prabhupad and chaitanya mahaprabhu and uh, of course tomorrow nityananda prabhu's uh, appearance day so through nityananda prabhu we can get the mercy of chaitanya mahaprabhu and every spiritual master is an expansion of nityananda prabhu only because nityananda prabhu is adi guru balram is adi guru uh, he is the original guru of everyone so uh, we have to follow the order given by the spiritual master who is a representative of nityananda prabhu and then yes you know path to liberation is wide open and especially in this kali yuga it has it has been made very simple just chant hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 ram hare ram 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 hare hare and we will you know everything is fulfilled so we will take questions now i think there are a few questions um first question i think yeah by kaka singh hmm? so she's saying 
one second just give me a moment here yeah you mean he's happy no matter what happens in his material world he's happy with no reason that has got to do with this material world yeah that is the point he has because usually we we know happiness as a reaction to something right we become happy because we have achieved this we have um, enjoyed this or something like this. so there's always a because that that reason why we are happy right but the the spiritually situated person is always happy no matter what because of course he also has a reason but those reasons are not to be found in this material world therefore he's all the reason is that because he's connected with krishna of course there is a because there also there is a cause but that cause is krishna nothing in the material world so whatever whether convenience or inconvenience or whether pleasing or displeasing circumstances he's always happy no matter what or if neutral circumstances where where it is not priyam or apriyam neutral like nothing significant is happening in life even then he is for him whole every day is significant because he is always with krishna so compared with that significance the brilliance of sun the brilliance of a torchlight is not even noticed you know, who cares for a torchlight who will go to uh, the uh, shop to buy a torchlight when there is sun no need because sun is there why we need a torchlight so that's why he does not hanker for these things or he does not disturb because he always is with krishna that's the um manojakshmaj is saying so brahmavit and tattvavit are synonyms yeah and also vedavit vedavit also is there anyway my my name is tattvavit das tattvavit das das so <laughs> i'm not tattvavit servant of tattvavit yeah maybe servant of servant of servant aspiring servant that you can say mm dhiraj hari krishna prabhu aksham hamlo bensense all gurushishla prabhu impersonalist gyani is attained sayujya mukti right so it is also kind of liberation and liberation means to become completely free from material bondage so why do they fall down despite of being liberated in spite of being liberated so <clears throat> as we already i think i already explained that in the class because they don't attain shelter at the lotus feet of krishna that, that's why they return although they become liberated from material bondage it's incomplete it's a, it's like it's like this a plane when it takes off the clouds are still here and then the plane takes off and goes above the clouds when it goes above the clouds it's the darkness is no more there right but the plane has to come down again land because there is no shelter it cannot land on somewhere in the sky there is no runway to land on so it has to come down again that is how so you can say it is liberated yes out of darkness but again has to come down so that is the platform of this brahman position in the sky suspended in the sky like the aeroplane without a landing runway so again come down material world because they, they don't land on the spiritual runway i mean in the spiritual world planet so they come down to material world because they need some runway to land on right that that, that is the problem that's why they come down again but if we have shelter uh, then yes then we can land in the spiritual on the spiritual planets 
नेक्स्ट वाई डू ज्ञानीज एंड योगी इज नॉट टेक टू कृष्णा कॉन्शियसनेस पाथ गुड क्वेश्चन गुड क्वेश्चन बिकॉज वेन वन इज ऑफेंडर वन कैनॉट टेक पार्ट इफ बाई चांस दे कॉन्टैक्ट डिवोटी देन यस सो बिकॉज कृष्ण कृष्ण भक्ति जन्म मूल होय साधु संग कृष्ण भक्ति जन्मे तेहो पुनः मुख्य अंग the root cause of devotional service to lord krishna is association with advanced devotees so if a yogi if a gyani meet a pure devotee and if they surrender to such a pure devotee then yes they can examples are there shukadev goswami was brahma realized person brahman realized and uh, even uh, the four kumaras sanat kumar and uh, i mean chatur kumaras they all were brahman realized but they became devotees because they associated with devotees Hmm. Even when one's dormant love for Krishna awakens, association with devotees is still most essential. And this is actually also explained in this um, 51, I guess. Ah, mahat kripa vina kon karme bhakti noy Krishna bhakti dure rahu samsara na hi kshoy. Unless one is favored by a pure devotee, one cannot. attain the platform of devotional service to say nothing of krishna bhakti one cannot be even be relieved from the bondage of material existence gyanis and yogis cannot even they try also they will again fall down why mahat kripa vina kon karme bhakti nai so without mahat kripa without the mercy of great devotees that's why the mercy of devotees is the most essential that is the only turning factor in our life the only uh, key to opening the door of liberation the door to the kingdom of god is the association of devotees so if gyanis and yogis can get that yes people like osho is he an impersonalist no he is a rascal he is a sense enjoyer he is a sense enjoyer he just enjoys his senses to the max illicit relation with women everything he did uh, he is just gross sense enjoyer and he's even worse than an ordinary sense enjoyer because he misled so many other people into sense enjoyment in the name of so called meditation and all he is not even an impersonalist greed is part of passion mode of passion um yeah yes <coughs> but greed for krishna is transcendental pavitra mata ji is saying hari krishna prabhu please accept my humble obeisance all glories to prabhu a daily dose of such class krishna katha keeps the unwanted creepers away true actually we need to hear every day to keep ourselves always reminded because just imagine we are only 2 hours into this class only <laughs> but imagine 22 hours out of 24 and that too this is once a week nowadays sometimes i am cancelling the class because of some other service so out of a week there are 168 hours how many hours are we actually hearing um of course nagopal prabhu also has classes and i think you all are hearing also but the thing is 
we are hearing very little and the rest of the time what we are hearing maybe maya right so maya's propaganda is going in a week out of 168 hours there may be 164 hours maya's propaganda is going on maya is talking to us where prabhu nobody is talking to me yeah everything in this world our colleagues or our classmates or uh, something we see on the internet or anything all these things are maya talking to us and sometimes no need for anything else our mind is there maya is a nice agent very nice agent very loyal agent of maya is there um, like shakuni advice giving advice to us like shakuni you know, all nonsense advice so that is a maya so 164 hours or even sometimes more than that we are having maya's counsel so to be able to combat that we have to have sufficient krishna katha but the power of krishna katha is even little bit no need to 24 hours here hearing krishna even we hear like one hour properly and always contemplate ha uh, supathan tat shrinvan hearing supathan vicharana par bhaktya vimuchyan naraha so we can become liberated if we are always meditating upon the messages received from devotees uh, received from classes and if there is no class of course we can read you see we can read prabhupada's books prabhupada say try to read one hour two hours every day uh, you see so that should be there always actually and of course classes whenever we can have we can have you know but there are also other services sometimes <laughs> Uh, as much as we want to always discuss about krishna but you know there are limitations in this world and so that's why we have to do other things but we have to spend as much time as possible uh, you know in reading and uh, all these things contemplating and everything next question even though doing devotional service and dies when they keep the thought i am body keeping false ego will the soul get another birth yeah so if if one does devotional service and dies with the thought that i am this body he will get another birth <laughs> that's why it is said mm-hmm. it is said in the 6th chapter of bhagavad gita सिक्स फोर्टी वन प्राप्य पुण्यकृतां लोकान् उषित्वा शाश्वती समाह शुचीनां श्रीमताम् गेहे योग भ्रष्टो भिजायते हे अनसक्सेसफुल योगी व्हाट इज इज अनसक्सेसफुल योगी मींस मींस ही वाज अ योगी इन द प्रीवियस लाइफ बट ही कुड नॉट कम टू द प्लेटफॉर्म ऑफ सक्सेस आफ्टर मेनी मेनी इयर्स ऑफ एन्जॉयमेंट ऑन द प्लैनेट्स ऑफ द पायस लिविंग एंटिटीज इज बोर्न इनटू अ फैमिली ऑफ राइचियस पीपल और इनटू अ फैमिली ऑफ रिच एरिस्टोक्रेसी सो there is the unsuccessful yogi and what is the how does he become unsuccessful yogi because he has not completed he has not become the sthira buddhi shuddha it is not become pure the intelligence is not purified completely yet so until it is 100% purified we are not admitted into the spiritual world hmm. because there is no place for um, <laughs> people with contaminated intelligence in the spiritual world so we have to become completely pure so sometimes krishna also helps you know in giving some tests and then making the devotee strong so yeah we have to uh, become perfect but of course there is other verse 
where you know it is said that even if one does not remember krishna krishna will incarnate in his mind and take him back to godhead that is also there but that is only for the devotee who has completely engaged his whole life in krishna consciousness and for some reason he cannot remember krishna at the time of death maybe coma or whatever and krishna will personally remember him even if he doesn't remember krishna krishna will remember him but for krishna to remember us what kind of service we should have done all our life right for krishna to notice us and actually take us hmm so um if we do not do such service then <laughs> krishna will say go um, you can always come back to me later you know hmm and next life we will start from where we have stopped of course we will get more facility but again we have to take birth in the material world that is that next question rajeshram rajesh hmm? rajesham arsam what about the fool who knows the benefits of devotional service but will not do due to lust well <laughs> what can be said unfortunate position isn't it who after knowing just like paramatma adis they know the supreme personality of god but still they want to merge into him they don't want to serve him and they become servants of their lust again they fall down so but the thing is with the devotional service eventually maya will lose steam if we engage more and more in devotional that's why we have to keep an association of devotees alone the mind will go to lust only as a bhaktisiddhanta saraswati thakur said nirjan bhajan devotional service without association of devotees we will always end up in what and thinking about wine and women this is what will happen so we have to always be in association and association means engaging in service and you know always uh, actively involved you know not just passively uh, I, i read and then do nothing if we do nothing then what the mind i mean if we don't have engagement for the senses sufficient engagement in krishna consciousness the mind i mean we we are active we are not stones we have to engage in something then our engage, engagement will be in the wrong things so we have to have engagement so we have to be engaged in krishna consciousness we have to engage in service when we are engaged and and you know always you know in that then yes if we just sit and do nothing the mind will go to all wrong things you see that's why we have to engage in association of devotees so important therefore so important that's why we are offering these classes because not everybody especially because of covid and also even otherwise the people are scattered all over the world in different places i think uh rajesham also i think in somewhere in the middle east he is there so anyway everybody is scattered everywhere right so, so this is one platform i mean it's not complete it's not the same as living in a temple with devotees because here is only like one two hours and then gone for you know like few days <laughs> so but at least something better than nothing right and then of course there are nowadays with internet we can do services which can you know even on internet we can do so if we associate with devotees then you know they will give some service and then you know in this way we can engage our mind our mind has to be engaged positively if you a, a mischievous child is there he is doing all kind of mischief and you ask hey shut up sit down he will sit down for 2 minutes again he will go back and do mischief so in, uh, instead of that if we just engage him you know oh come here let's do this let's do this let's do this so if you engage him positively then automatically he will not do mischief 
and he is productively engaging in his senses, his intelligence and everything. So, that is, um, you know, uh, that is what will keep us in Krishna consciousness. And Vihaya, uh, what is that? Dhurena hi avaram karma buddhi yoga dhananjaya. This is Krishna's uh, advice. How to keep uh, this contaminated intelligence filled with lust away? Durena, Durena means Dura means far, distant. Durena hi avaram karma buddhi yoga dhananjaya. Buddhau sharanaman vichha kripana phalahetavaham. Oh dhananjaya, keep all abominable activities far distant by devotional service. Because when you are Krishna Surya Sama, Maya Andhaka, Jahan Krishna Tahan Nahi Maya Radhikar, if you are in the bright sunlight of Krishna consciousness, then there is no darkness. Um, so, by being in devotional service, all abominable activities will be far distant because there is no chance of doing them because we are completely involved here. So, like that we have to completely be, be involved. Hmm. Even tasted the mellows of mellows from the service, but again, even though not liking in the filthy activities, falls in forcefully. Yeah, I mean, lust is like that. It will always come and torment the heart. So, as I said again, we may understand theoretically the, you know, signs of devotional service. But if we don't practically engage, this is called Vijnanam. Jnanam Vijnanam. Jnanam is what we, you know, when we read, yes, we understand something. But then Vijnanam, we have to engage in that platform. If we don't engage, if we don't, if we're not in Vijnanam, practical engagement, then it will not stay. Because our knowledge is on one platform, our activity is on another platform. It has to come to the same platform, then it will stay. Mm. That's why we have to engage in service, that's the whole point. Alright, I think that is the end. Hi, Rajasham is saying he is in Muscat without association. So, whether in Muscat or Moscow or wherever, that's why we are having these live streams. Alright, so I think we will stop here. Srimad Bhagavad Gita ki jai, Varahadev ki jai, today is Varahadev actually. So, um, if you want to, you know, you can read from the third canto of Varahadev pastimes. And we have actually done this class way before. Narsim Halila, we did five part series, and I think the first two parts are I think about Varahalila only. So you can go and watch that if you want. And um, tomorrow is Nityananda Trayodasi, another very auspicious day. I don't think I can do a class because I have other services actually. So we'll uh, we'll hopefully meet on Saturday again. Last Saturday supposed to have a class, but again missed out because of other services. We'll see. Uh, I really want to have it also. <coughs> Thank you. <coughs> Thank you very much. Shri Prabhupada ki jai. Anandakodi Vaishnava Vrind ki jai. Nitai Gaur Premanande. Hari Hari Bol. Hare Krishna.